Talk Show. It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 432. What's happening, guys? What's going on? You're getting a haircut. Uh, well, yesterday um, I got in the car and my wife was watching one of the videos, the video that I put out yesterday mm-hmm. from our time in Geelong where I, yeah. I just cut together a little vlog style thing mm-hmm. and she said, cut your hair. And you know, like my wife has been a supporter of me. She's just completed today every single episode ever recorded by the Daily Talk Show. That's a fucking unbelievable effort. That is really good. I wasn't supportive in her endeavours to do this. I told her not to do it. I said, please don't. Surely it can't be good for one's mental health. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I mean. What did she say? Just every day has she got rebuttal of shit that you've said? She's she's, um, closed the loop on a lot of things. She's discovered when we even came up with closed the loop, you were Mm -hmm. saying it, and then we're working out, is it closed closed the loop or is it closed the loop? Great matter. So she's... what, what, what's interesting is she's actually uh, informed me of the, all the things I've forgotten about of like the stages of building the show. Yeah. And I just want to say, grateful, this is, we, we've got the most listeners we've ever had mm-hmm. very at true. this moment. Yeah. And we're also the most tired and busy that mm-hmm. we've ever been. Yeah, worst shows, most biggest audience, <laughs> that's how it works. Well, that's how you feel anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's right. That's right. Feelings she's, aren't facts. Feelings aren't facts. So, But maybe. But doesn't but mean maybe. it is good. <laughs> but maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, so anyway, I, I think I will cut my hair. Okay. I wanted to save it for the show. You but were Amy, quite upset about it when Amy said Tommy's going to cut his hair because she on, called me. We were on loudspeaker in the mm-hmm. car and then she just blurts out that. And I was like, hang on. That wait. was three days worth of content for you for the show. Exactly. You don't have it anymore. Now we can't. That's right. Anyway, so I will. Um, yeah. Another little life update. I thought I'd just throw out a few things. Mm-hmm. See if You do any, yours and I'll do mine. Stick. Yeah. Okay. A little life update. Um, the Gronk's upstairs of the apartment where I'm at. I mean, I'm moving out, mm-hmm. but randomly... They just have gone. These are the ones with the cat and the ones that had loud sex and the mm-hmm. ones that put rubbish in the fuck, you know, uh, recycling in the rubbish. That's like, so annoying. Yeah, I know. That got you. Yeah. So they're gone and they just vanished. Like Amy's like, yeah, they're gone. We never saw them. They just – so we've been building stories out. Mm-hmm. There's been a blow-up. What's in your the favourite rela- story? Been a blow-up in the relationship. Well, they were just dating for sex. and then it's not Could as- be, yeah, yeah. And then they didn't – It's not sustainable and also yeah. either is their recycling habits. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. And um, and then they weren't paying their rent, and so they got evicted. I mean, that's an obvious one, isn't it? Yeah, but all the other stuff. It's a it's a real mm-hmm. concoction. Was there any note on the fr- on the front of it? No, nah, they their- were they were one of those um, couples or those people that don't check their mailbox and it's mm-hmm. just full. Yeah, it's almost it's the like only people that life. have time to have sex every night are people who don't check the mail. <laughs> like from an admin point of view, they're fucked. Just forget life. Yeah. Like I'll deal with it when the debt collectors rock up to the door, yeah, right? Definitely. That kind of vibe. Yeah, they definitely have huge amounts of credit card debt. I've actually like impulsive in, in, in Shepparton. I know it's extremely legal to open mail here in Australia that is not okay. federal, to you. federal offence. Yeah, look, feds come after me, but you can <laughs> only you can only you can only fucking write return to sender and take it to the mailbox. 60 times before you're like, ah, oh, they don't get the fucking oh, point. You, did you do it 60 times? Dude, we did it so many times. And then I was like, this dude's fucked. And I look in there, there's like hundreds and hundreds of dollars of fines. Mm. This poor bugger has just probably, he's just, I just hope my son, I hope I can just <laughs> help him understand that, you know, to take personal responsibility. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I've got a uh, MyGov message at the moment. <laughs> 
And Safe my, to say it's nothing, though. Yeah. Safe to say. Well, my theory is if I don't open the MyGov message, <laughs> they'll be like, oh, it's like Instagram DMs. They'll be like, hey, he hasn't read it yet. <laughs> uh, your your partner Bree is in the room yeah. shaking her head. Yeah, my, see, these jokes don't land as yeah. well when the admin queen's in um, the building. Uh, Amy's reconciled her differences with the uh, agent that she had a bit of a tanty with, blow oh, yeah. up with. Yeah, I actually, uh, when Amy came in that night, mm. I did feel bad because I think that I was pushing you a little bit on the steamed carpet. And you just like to give pushback on most things though. It's, I get it. But do you also think that it's pretty standard? Like it's a bit of pushback that I'd give to everyone, not just you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've blurred the line between life and uh, t- and our podcast. Well, you're doing a life update now, so. Yeah, I mean, this is why it's just, mm-hmm. it, it is my life yeah. and it's your life. So I'd give the exact same pushback. I think that it would have been, I was thinking about it, I was like, ah. Oh, should I have just because should I have just given Tommy a break? But I was like, I feel like it would have been more boring if I yeah. just pretended like it's like yeah, fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't. I mean, I don't want you to. If you don't agree with something I'm saying, you think mm. I'm saying something. But you stupid. were actually right. You don't legally have to get uh, yeah. steamed. You, your carpet steamed on exit. Yeah, which to your point is what's the right thing? And there's the right, yeah. and there's the legal, and. The thing that's legal isn't always the morally yeah. right thing to do. So you, I get that. Well, you can't complain about having carpet that's not that clean at a new place if you mm. are the mm. exact same yeah. gronk to say, absolutely, nah, I yeah, don't yeah. have to do yeah. it. Nah, this is yeah. clean enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what else? <laughs> have you I, noticed that steam cleaning, it actually smells like the colour purple? Depends on who you go with. Mm. I mean, have you ever done it in your life? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. Ate a protein cookie. It's not really that good. Um, Where are I bumped into uh, (laughs) just a local joint. See Protein Paul? No, I didn't see Protein Paul. I saw, um, I can't come up with another name, but another guy that worked at a protein store that had lots of muscles. But I was at a coffee shop locally, Mm -hmm. bumped into an old school friend of mine. What what coffee shop? Uh, AU79. Mm -hmm. Great one around the corner. Lucy. Girl I, I was in high school with from, you know, seven, year seven, eight, nine, then I left. Um, but I had this moment, you would have hated it. I haven't seen her in 10 years, maybe maybe less, but a long time. Mm-hmm. And next minute I'm over there saying hello. She's got headphones on. She was on the phone. I could see and I didn't want to mm-hmm. be rude. Next minute I've got a headphone in. She's got one in. We're now talking to Josh who was also in high school with us. Really? He's over Wait, in you the You were state. sharing her. <laughs> I was sharing her headphones and I'm like, oh, Did Joshy. she have AirPods? Not AirPods. Earphone, like corded earphones. Corded earphones. Mm, things. <laughs> and so um. we're, we're really close. It was a funny <laughs> situation. But I love Lou. She, like we've got such great memories, I do, of my time at school with her. And so we're just, but it was this funny thing where we're on a three-way call in a coffee it was like shop. like school days, three-way calls. <laughs> yeah, well, 97, <laughs> did you ever do three-way calls? No, Probably not. No. You just you, use. Oh, that's so fascinating. You, yeah. They so probably d- had multi-person like FaceTimes by the time it was yeah, dude, 18. Man, I did breakups with girls on three-way call and my mate was on the other line oh. and she didn't know. That's so fucked up. I mean, isn't it? At That's least disgusting. Yeah, ninety seven's gone. Oh, with the idea of calling now, you <laughs> text, dude. There was some other shit that went down. Just like you know, um, trying to out people. I mean, kids can be so nasty. That, yeah. You know, like, hey, what do you think of this person? That literally happened uh, to you, Rob. Uh, Robert Curran uh, called me, but it was coming from Lachlan Clydesdale's phone number, and uh, I answered the call. My uh, hellos, Josh. Yeah. And it's just Rob, and then within a few seconds he's like, "So, 
What do you think of Lachlan? We, did you know? Was Detective yeah, I, Josh? I had. Um, I thought I was a real boss because I had a caller ID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, so I knew about this, and mm. uh, I hung up, and they called back, uh, and I told Mum what happened, and she picked up the phone and said, "If you want to be Josh's friend, be his friend. Otherwise, <laughs> stop calling." It's a fair point. It's a yeah. fair point, Lynn. <laughs> and so anyway, but I did have when I was a kid. I had Skype, and. Um, uh, it would do like not only no caller ID, it would be like an overseas number. So oh, it was a yeah. great, uh, um, great way of pranking. PK, who you met, one of my brother's mm-hmm. great friends, one of my mates, he worked for – this was years ago. Gary V at the moment's banging on about um, uh, text message marketing. More than you're banging on about Gary V? Uh, <laughs> I mean, pretty close. But he, the, what he says about it mm-hmm. is it's the – Open rate of email in 1999, mm-hmm. if you had a big email list, it was mm-hmm. like fucking huge open rates, 90% or whatever. But he's saying that text message which makes sense. You check your texts. You at least give it. Because haven't ruined text messages. They yet. haven't yet. They haven't yet. Email's been mm-hmm. completely ruined and text message not so much. But um, when I had my stripping agency, yes, I had a stripping agency, mm-hmm. uh, we used the service Impact Data. See if it's still around, Mister Ninety Seven. I'm sure the the a business name called Impact Impact Data would be around. Yeah, I don't know if it, yeah it is. Yeah, it is. What yeah. do they do? Uh, marketing software for businesses. Yeah, so they had like a back end system, but we could we could do mass text mm-hmm. message out, and so we'd do it for the ladies' nights. Like I thought, I mean, if if I had my head on straight and I had a leg, a nice business. I probably you pretty could probably could have made something with it back then, but maybe not. Maybe that now's the time to be doing that shit because it's, I don't know, something's changed. Yeah. I th- some of the food places, like I think that menu log must pass over your um uh, phone number, so you must press. I yes must be the, confirming something. I'm sure they're yeah. not breaking any sort of privacy yeah, law, yeah. but they uh, but third wave barbecue in Port Melbourne. There's a there's also like a. Uh, pizza place mm. they all just text me now i mean it's always when i'm hungry they're always like hey josh tonight <laughs> only 25 percent off and <laughs> i almost good. yeah i treat it as like this serendipitous moment yeah. of like oh better um, order it <laughs> i don't know if uh my mate was breaking the rules but i mean you work in a business you take advantage of the technology at hand but he was texting my brother mm-hmm. from god oh yeah because <laughs> so you, you can so spoof you, the number so you yeah. can spoof the number and rather than it coming up as a mobile number mr 97 it can come up as a name, God. So, I mean, MyGov, they're doing it. Same. They're probably using oh, yeah. impact data. I'm sure it's, yeah, it's probably come a long way. I think spoofing. The, there's something else happening at the moment that. Another life update. Open uh, up your notes. Not mine, but I feel like I'm not silly enough to do this or I, okay. or that's my thinking right now. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone posting this thing on Instagram over the last few days that is like this long paragraph of text. Funny thing is I've seen it, but yeah. I haven't actually read it. So this what is, is it? Dana White. I saw um, Wonder Woman, uh, Gal, Gal? Gal, um, Gal Gadot. Yeah. Gal Gadot, she posted and a bunch of high, high tiered celebs are doing it. And I'm just thinking, are these celebs actually taking the piss and this is all a practical joke? Because you've got to know that this is probably nothing. Yeah, so this read, is hilarious. Read, read. Yeah, it's, it's saying, uh, don't forget tomorrow starts the new Instagram rule. Where they can use your photos. Don't forget the deadline today. Uh, and they basically goes on to say, Instagram does not have my permission to share photos or messages. Yeah. It's pretty outrageous, isn't and, it? And so the thinking behind it, I've seen these kind of things before. 
you you put something out. It, mm-hmm. It's basically you signing something, saying you, you you're taking permission. These are fucking yeah. just they, people writing their own contracts <laughs> and just being like, if you read this, you have go, to go agree. to the bottom of it, dude, and mm-hmm. read. There's like um, the the p. You looking through my fucking photos? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that not okay? <laughs> oh, it's just scanning through you my do a photos. lot of screen grabs. Uh, only recently, I had a moment. The uh, doesn't post them though. Yeah, because I don't have access. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True, but I um. No, I had a moment the other day where I was thinking about Google Photos and uh, there's been many times over the years where I'll screen grab someone, especially if they're having a me- mental breakdown on Instagram. You've got to screen grab that shit. I, I've even been on the receiving end of a few and I yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> like being screen grabbed? No, uh, no, no, no. You said me sent something. Oh, that, yes, yeah, and yeah, yeah. the best is when I say, did you see that? And he's just like screen grabbing. Yeah, already got it. <laughs> and, I, and they can get the sort of choose your own adventure. If you unfollow someone, uh, I'll know about it, and uh, I will create a story. Stacey Jones still not following. She's still not following you on Instagram. That's okay. I don't take that as a big deal. No. I think that she probably she's probably just like you know what, being on the radio with you, part of her life that she she's moved on. She's doing other cool shit. Sure, no comment. Uh, but you know, it still uh, still hurts you. But uh, <laughs> it doesn't hurt me. It hurt you. More. No, but That's I was why thinking. No, she follows me. Uh, but I have a fit that what I get annoyed at is every time yeah. I bring it up, there's like a 40% chance that she's just going to get sick of it and she's going to unfollow me and that's going to be on you. <laughs> anyway. The, it's on you for jumping I understand into that, but you keep bringing it up. <laughs> uh, no, what I was thinking about was yeah. Google Photos. It does the facial recognition. Yeah, you've got puts, about 40,000 photos in yours. Yeah, puts everyone's photos together. I was thinking, uh, say if I screen grabbed a bunch of shit on you mm-hmm. and then... Uh, for some reason, I shared <laughs> the Google photos of just yeah. of you because you can share a specific album. Say, yeah. hey, this person, hey, uh, Dill, mm. yeah. uh, I want you to get all the photos from your trip, photos of you. Yeah. I'm going to uh, uh, share any photo that I've taken of you. And then before you know it, you go in and say, like, why are there all these screen grabs? Yeah. Because of the profile pic, that would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I, think of that. I mean, this is the thing. Yesterday we were talking about that of like, incriminating emails mm-hmm. and attaching, you know, someone that you didn't want to an email. It's like mm-hmm. living that life, Yeah, living, like I don't think what you're doing is that seri- it's a screenshot. You could build a story out from it. It's not you saying this person is an absolute F wit, yeah. you know, so, but living that life is, is dangerous. Yeah. I remember it. saying a, uh, giving my computer to like a repair shop and then going through and seeing last day modified, they'd gone through all my oh, files and uh, shit. Mate, I told you about my friend who worked for a big company and he was the tech guy for it and the boss was bringing in his computer from home and saying, oh, there's something wrong with it. And my mate had to go through it, had to work out what was wrong, found porn of the young, of his daughter. What do you mean? His daughter had... His daughter had made a porno. Yeah. Like serious, like serious. Yeah, it's not great. And... Like he, and he's a lovely guy. He's like, dude, I fucking opened that and I just, oh my god, I just had to, I just wiped, I just wiped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why your computer's fucked? Wipe. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it's, so. Like, it's on fire in a corner. What happened to my computer? <laughs> Craig, I'm just going to pick up my computer. Hey, drill through a hard drive. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Uh, I'm feeling a bit down. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's alright. I mean, um, I don't think you do. I mean, I, I could guess. Is it the lunch that Bree yeah, made it's you? It's the fact that I had. <laughs> Tuna and greens. <laughs> oh, it looked 
lunch. Great. Healthy no, meal, I, no, you but, know? I mean, There's people around throw, him. But support. don't throw don't throw Brand to the bus. It was actually <laughs> really. <laughs> I'm actually you throwing the lunch. You, I'm throwing yeah. you under the bus because you're the asshole that um, is annoyed at the. F- no, the I'm food. not annoyed. At, I'm just uh, a big no. But I appreciate that Bree did it. But did I get it right? Is uh, that the thing yes. that you're? Oh my god! I was actually having a. That was taking the, the piss. piss. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it, it is a for for a guy who uh, sometimes self medicates through food. Uh, it's like you just needed ch- some chocolate. Yeah, tuna is yeah. like swallowing the pill that you don't want to take. Well, who's the person recently that couldn't swallow pills that was speaking? Trev, Trev, for Trev, yes, <laughs> I can swallow a pill. You can swallow. What, what's a pill. up, Brisa? I was just saying, and I also made you avocado toast. That was actually delicious. That was really good. <laughs> Mine's very fancy. Yeah. And it was brown rice, yeah. greens and tuna, and it was chilli tuna. It was yeah, actually, if, you, the if, thing you, was, if you've learned anything, lead with the negativity, Brie. Lead yeah, with the negativity. Oh, and I also went out and I got you a mocha. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> from AU79. No, it was, yeah. Brie is very good. I actually love when Brie works from, from the office. <laughs> well, I mean, it's but, the only time you really eat healthily. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was great to be able to have like something to eat for breakfast. We need like we that. need that meals meals company to cater for the boys. Oh, do you know what I saw around um, Friday? What's the big one? Uh, uh, U Foods. Yeah, they're U like, Foods. They're in stores. We I think you know they do free shipping. Next day, free shipping. That's pretty good. So I'm you good. could order. To, literally, I was watching an ad. I was watching The Bachelor last night. What a horrendous show that is, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, there's the guys like he was literally like mm. talking to me. He's like, "Ah, oh, I just thought about like, what am I going to eat tomorrow?" And I just ordered now, and it came in the morning. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Great testimonial. Video. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, but I've um, food for fitness. That's what I oh, want to yeah. get on, get involved with. Okay. Just, uh, I mean, it's yeah, just cut it out, cut it out. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I thought, I didn't think it was. I like, I legitimately was taking the piss about the food. No, it's, I mean, I think that's part, uh, definitely uh, uh, part of it. Well, I just it's, eat it. I didn't even finish it. Layer it back. Layer it back. Ninety-seven Food. got uh, <coughs> took it away from me. Um, I mean, you just end. left the plate there. It was about an hour and a half after you. Yeah, got given it. I mean, should we should we do a moment of gratitude? My mum always says to me, "I love it when you boys do your gratitude moments." Oh, we could do. We normally do it only on a Friday, but I'm happy to do it today. I mean, every we do a show every single day, so it's like. Mm-hmm. It's not like we have to wait to come back. Yeah, no, we I can think do gratitude, it again. gratitude's a good idea. I literally had a moment. What did I? You know, when something goes real, like I had a technical issue with a video mm. earlier. And it's just like, uh, at least, at least no one's dead. I mean, that's <laughs> isn't, it's, it, isn't I it mean, full on that that's like the. But when the did you get to that? Did you get. Because you, well, snow, like you, snowball, you snowball into a. Mm-hmm. I think we all do it. Yeah. Something happens. You can easily snowball into mm-hmm. negativity. Mm-hmm. And then it's everything. Yeah. Everything that's affecting well, you. Everything annoys you. Yeah. The food, the, the people, Mason's yeah. hair, you know, the way it feels. The way I he like looks it. at you. I actually not like 97's hair. <laughs> I love it too. I love it too. Tell us what your mum said about it recently. Oh, she, she wants me to get it done again. That's yeah. good. As in, is she not happy with the regrowth or? I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit. What did she, she say? Anything about the regrowth? No, she didn't mention the regrowth. She's like, oh, we're just going to have to get it done again. You're going to have to keep it. I really like it. Oh, and that's is, nice. Is, I mean... You don't pay to live there. Well, she, I'm just saying, is she going to pay? Yeah, it's well, that's super expensive. Well, you're not, yeah, you're not going to yeah. Joey Scandizo's place <laughs> to get it done. You can't. It's flying first it's class just and cuts. then going. Yeah, just, just cuts to just Bieber Hair Academy. <laughs> maybe we could. Oh, yeah. Maybe we could do that. The second follow up is Mace trying it at like a like a just here on Victoria Street. There's like a salon that's mm. just you probably won't understand. Like you get there's a language barrier there, and so you got to navigate that. 
but I mean blonde hair. Just take a photo of Bieber and you're good to go. Hold it up. So anyway, but mum loves it when we do. Yeah, we can do gratitude. Gratitude. Because I think it, it gets you out. Like say if you're spiralling into negativity. Me specifically? Or? I think <laughs> there's two things. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was reflecting while walking to get a protein cookie on your negative mm-hmm. spiral. Yeah. I was, thinking, was that on the business? No, I didn't. Got it on mine. Got on mine. Um, Part of your $50 Allowance. Yeah, I get pocket Allowance. money every fortnight, <laughs> 50 bucks. Anyway, but then I look after the finances of this yeah. <laughs> house. So. Uh, now, what do you normally use? A fi- what would 50 bucks go into fortnight? What, I took myself you... out for breakfast this week, $18, when? When? AU79. What'd you have? Uh, scrambled eggs on toast, two coffees. Good good banter. Then what else? Protein cookie, bought some bread, some other little mm-hmm. bits and bobs. It's on food. That's yeah, all it is. Yeah, yeah no, I, get it. I mean, that's... I got nothing else to do, yeah. Other no, than work it. and that. But anyway, and so, so you anyway. sort of you can understand me from my tuna point of view. If all you've got is food, yeah, yeah, spirals. How do I stop the spirals? Meditation mm-hmm. has definitely. And I'm not talking about for me. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about when's the last time I got in the negative spiral, and I definitely think it's cut the life of them mm-hmm. in half, or if not, three quarters. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's and and so it's. Way to get out of them. Mm-hmm. But I think the way to get out, it's a good one. You got out of it by saying, by saying well, well I went for a walk. Dead. I went for a walk as well. Oh, did you? I didn't yeah. even see that. Yeah, I went for a walk. You just snuck out. Which, I mean, the hard thing is that when you say I'm going for a walk, everyone's like, oh, are you okay? But it's like when you're in a negative headspace, yeah. Um, you just you just want to go for your walk. Uh, it's um, My gratitude is that we're the busy, busiest we've ever been. Mm-hmm. Tired, enjoying it. I mean, we're energized. Like we can't. I, you couldn't do this if you were suffering, because we, we yeah. we're doing so many shows, and so I, we love it. I am appreciative and grateful for. This is not the appreciative moment. The, I'm grateful for uh, the fact that there is some momentum behind the show at mm-hmm. the time that we're the most busiest. Yeah. Because when when it would feel hard, it'd feel like a kick in the dick when you're putting in so much work and it's not paying off. And it and it has in the past, I think, mm-hmm. felt like that. But it's nice when you are at like capacity of, of workload yeah, and, yeah. and things are great. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a moment to live, to sort of feel that great gratitude because it's not always like yeah. that. Right? It's like the dip. Uh, Pete Shepard's uh, latest long and the short of it yeah. talks about the dip. And what's he, what's he saying? Well, I guess I'm, the thing is it's like um, like the dip is just part of – part of this journey i guess mm. it, to, to my point which is uh we've had some good stuff and all that sort of thing but i think it, the quicker that we're going like we're going quite quick more chances for dips you mm. have these amazing highs and then you know do you think the dip i mean i've called your dip uh mm-hmm. mental illness before <laughs> slightly depressed i mean <laughs> I mean, it's a good way to. It's a mm-hmm. good story to tell if you have. Yeah, if a bit of if it helps you get out of it, because you're like, oh, I was just in a dip. Mm-hmm. I mean, or you have severe mental illness, not you, but someone out there. But uh-huh. do you think it is a lack? So the dip, right? What yeah. is it? It's is it a lack of gratitude for the moment, or is it a an energy that has been sucked out of you that you need to rebuild somehow? Is it a is it burnout? What is the dip to you? Uh, to me, not necessarily using the Seth Godin definition, which I wouldn't, I would be, uh, not as good as articulating. Can you pull it up? Uh, but, but no, I think yeah, that yeah. the dip is, um, 
feeling like a, a bit depleted mm. and feeling like um, uh, especially like you've reached, you, you may have had some great momentum and mm. all that sort of thing, but there's a bit of a, a dip in uh, energy. But also in, I also think it's connected with the external stuff as well. Mm. Like I think that that's a thing, like it's, uh, if we think about when we are feeling good and, you know, having momentum, it's like when good stuff is happening to you. Um, yeah, so. I think you can feel good when st- stuff isn't happening mm-hmm. to you too. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I think that's part of it is it's like, can you get to a point where even when shit is hitting the fan, yeah. you just got a TikTok notification. Yeah, yeah. it's blowing up. Uh, have you actually done a TikTok yet? Yeah, I've done them about yeah. seven. Oh, anyway, right. go on, go on. Uh, yeah, no, I just, I think um, uh, you should, it's like happiness. You got to work out how to be happy when everything's not perfect. Mm. Because then when things are working really well, then you can actually enjoy it and be happy. Mm, mm. Mr. 9-7? Seth's uh, description, the dip is the long, slow slog between starting and mastery. Mm. A long slog that's actually a shortcut because it gets where you, gets you where you want to go faster than any other path. You can't blame it on his writing because he's one of the best writers in the, in the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so, so okay. gratitude-wise, uh, I'm, gra- I'm grateful for Bree yeah. that she came today and she is... Um, when I am like this, mm. even when I'm being a an asshole, or not even an asshole, just like I d- people you're are nice. I can't, I can't take the pot. Like when you're self-loathing or not feeling good, mm. there is something that is friction. Like mm. there is friction when people are nice. Is it the trait of an artist? I mean, I think everyone has nah. self-loathing. Well, self. I feel like it's self. an excuse. Maybe I think that people use that as an excuse. So I. F- but for me, it's like real, like the actual, the technical thing that was, which we ended up sorting out and all that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But at the time, it was like, uh, I yeah. don't know if it is. But I mean, I've I've been there with <laughs> the exact like with editing and things like that. Like, yeah. I got myself to a point where I didn't think my videos were any good. Like I didn't like it. And so, what is that? Mm-hmm. So, is that truth, or is that just a negative spiral? And so I think some people get stuck in that. Well, it's also like a standard maybe. Like you have a certain standard and you communicate and all that That's sort of thing. That's the creative though, right? Yeah. They're the one. Like I think high achievers are usually upskilling and then new norm, trying to do better, is still at this level. But they, mm-hmm. but two weeks ago they were down here or yeah. a month or a year. And so perspective on these things. I think a part important. of it's like the storytelling, right? So it's like you charge a certain amount to someone and you've told a story that I bring X, Y, and Z. Mm. And if you feel like you haven't delivered or whatever, then I think that then you're like, you mm. can internalize it. Maybe. Hard thing is though, that is the game. Yeah. That's the game to well, that's do literally anything great. Not, right? to, not to mention Gary V again, but he was literally, talk, <laughs> he was literally talking no, the other I day. Got was ba- I got you back on it, him. No, he was literally talking the other day, which I thought was so counterintuitive. He's like, people are too obsessed with quality. It's like quality is a story, mm. which I think is interesting. If you, if you his client, if you're one of his clients, is that a good message? I don't know. Qu- quality is a story. Um, then what is the thing? He, I, I think he would say the attention, because there is poor. Qu- so what is quality? Quality is subjective, right? Well, his whole thing is it's like quality. It like for instance, us doing it, we want to do a podcast workshop. Mm? The restriction at the moment is we want to make sure it's at a certain standard or a quality before we do it. Mm. 
there's a bunch of people who aren't doing a podcast today because they're like, I need it to be a certain quality. Whereas the funny thing is, mm. maybe this is part of it. When we were doing the podcast at the beginning, there was no expectation. Like we were just doing it. And so there was mm. even times where it was like I was in Queensland or whatever and we couldn't get our technology to work. So I just did it over like a shitty phone call. That's right. And it was like because I felt like I wasn't as attached to the story, but I think that of quality, but I think there is an argument uh, that maybe you don't need to. Like if you're a cinematographer, mm. right, if that's all you do, like we are more generalists, we do heaps of stuff. But if you're a cinematographer yeah. and you are pride yourself self on being one of the best cinematographers in the world, if you film something and the exposure's fucked, like that's a, that's a pretty big deal because... Mm you've attached yourself to the craft mm. and you haven't done the craft that well. I think some of my best wins have come and, and, I've, and I've, I find that there is a leap in having a business and, and doing great content mm -hmm. that, you, that you need to make to get out of this and that thing is the naivety, the I don't have to do this for anyone other than myself. So if it all goes to shit, it doesn't really matter. You know, one of the things that we work with Barefoot, Barefoot Investor and he's loved my personal mm. content from the get-go. It's, it, I think, it, you know, it's a draw card to why he wants to work with me mm. and you and us. And there is a... In fairness, he doesn't want to work with me. Well, yeah, maybe just me, but um, I get that. <laughs> but I... When I go out and do these videos and, and mm. I've had a few go viral and people have then contacted me, do what you did for you, yeah. for us. It's yeah. like there's actually next to impossible to do that mm. other than if you ask me, just make a video and then come give, give it to me and I won't say anything and I'll give you all this money. That is the only way to do that because there is, you know, when I made that Obike fishing video, I literally, I was tired. I didn't want to fucking do it. And I was like, I actually ended up having fun. I took six cameras. Mm -hmm. It kind of like was, you know, a bit of fun. Like I didn't but even part put of too it, much pressure I, on it. I guess part of it is like you worked out what you valued in that moment. But I didn't care for anyone else and it didn't ride on yeah, anything. But that's what I meant. So yeah. part of it is it's like you, your values mm. were X, Y, and Z, right? Your values were... I want to uh, do a great job of talking to camera and presenting this bit mm. and then making sure I get really good angles. Mm. But exposure or sound or whatever it is, might not you might not necessarily be mm. putting, like that's just a way of serving your mm. overall value. But there's, I guess that's what makes us individuals, right? Like I think telling the person who is an absolute perfectionist and spends all their time uh, you know, like working out the exact angle of a shot so the horizon is, is exactly straight. Telling them... Do it in post. <laughs> telling them, oh, don't worry about that. Like or that, to do it in people, post. Yeah, or do yeah. it in post or whatever. Like I think that um, it makes a lot of rational sense, but it's also if that's not in line with their values, mm. if their value is in mm. uh, one of the, the considerations, one of the things I care about is that... That can, I think that's the difference between uh, being a like a good artist or a great artist. Well, I, but, and then I also the think about what, like it's a it's like fitness. It's like assigning a, mm. a a routine or an approach to somebody that is just cookie cutter. It's not designed for them. If that's not working for you, if you are a perfectionist and you still haven't found success for yourself 
in some metric, mm. maybe it's not the right approach because I, I get that, right? And I think I've become more of the uh, making bigger promises and then they're external to myself. So they're actually – so in a business, yeah. someone pays us a lot of money. We're actually just laying down a series of promises that we will hit that then – is why we get that cash, mm. or you know, yeah, we, but, yeah. So we we make up a promise and then we de- deliver on it, and that's what we pride ourselves on. And, and so over, we almost over deliver. Well, that's what you should. That's I what think you're a lot of people should. Do. Yeah, you should try and over deliver, yeah. so you're exceeding expectations. But the point being around the, the perfection thing, I don't like you. I'm not. I guess I'm not debating perfectionism. I'm not necessarily. I think I've moved more and more away from perfectionism. Uh, like I don't say I'm a perfectionist. I'm just like mm. I think that like doing a podcast, doing all this sort of thing seven days a week, you can't be a perfectionist. But I think that there is certain values that individuals have mm. which we can't discredit because that's actually their unique experience and what makes them them. So, for yeah, instance, yeah, yeah. you might fumble on a, a bit presenting to camera and that might be the thing that actually annoys you way more than a shot that's exposed mm. incorrectly. Mm. And so the thing is that's coming from your experiences, which is I've been trained, I've, you know, I've gone to training mm. for presenting, I've done this and that, and I just didn't, I haven't even said where we are. And so I think that that's an interesting part. Like everyone's got their different thing. Mm. I've, all, I've made it a practice to push back on my moments where mm. I have, had that mindset. But you're probably pushing back, but you already have this standard. So yeah, that's the I thing know, that we're know, doing, but, right? So I've built a standard. and, and the, so, but, but then how does anyone get the information mm. or the, the guidance or, assist, or advice from somebody? Well, I guess here's the question. What makes you you? What mm. makes me me? Mm. What makes deal deal? What makes 97, 97? Well, so I was thinking about, you know, a lot of people say find, find your voice as a filmmaker. Find your voice as a artist, whatever it be, you know, as a salesperson, whatever. What does that mean? I've always thought, how do you find your voice? It's like, I think it is, how do you be you and be comfortable being you? That's been the thing for me, right? Mm -hmm. I've worked, I've, I know when I felt like it's been my flavor or my style is when I've been me and, and not judged myself extremely, or I felt Mm -hmm. comfortable. So being in front of camera, I felt like I've become myself more so when I have been able to not feel those feelings around how I look, how I feel, like how I sound. It's like, no, I'll just connect with what I'm involved in or the moment. So what is that? What do you think you can, when you're creating something, what do you yeah. care about now? Um, I, so that little video yesterday that I made, mm. I just, I enjoy, like, I think it's, I think it's a strength. I've been through multiple things, right? I've cared, mm-hmm. like for client work, I care about how it looks, and I've got, I think I got to a good, great standard, mm-hmm. and and so, but I'm, but I don't see myself trying to extend from a cinematography lens, you know, cinematography point of view of trying to make it even more cinematic or yeah. epic. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've got that to a point, and I'm like. You know, stories are you know one that I focused on for a period of time. So I have been through versions where I'm like, it's only about story, and I've thrown video out. Mm-hmm. I've just captured what I can with what I've got. And then so got- the, I guess the interesting thing is, if you deconstruct it, what is what is story, mm. and how are you telling story? Mm. 
because part of it is it's like um, a good cinematographer, you could argue uh, you have to be good at like you've got mm. the the uh, okay, I need to um, expose correctly, I need to frame it right and all that sort of thing. Mm. Does that that's a camera to me, that's a camera operator. A cinematographer is uh, or maybe a filmmaker or whatever is ta- like is by design taking the elements and making it a story. I think so everything is a, like like story is is part of it. N- not feeling out of my depth on every level is when I feel like I can be myself. Mm-hmm. And that's so that's a a progression that I, that has taken years for me in terms of the feel, the the actual technical side, the mm-hmm. editing side, the being on camera side the thinking about what would resonate with somebody, what is interesting to other people. I'm talking specifically for me, mm-hmm. but I even think about when I was a young guy and being in conversation, just the sort of know, ego or like the thought about what I was, you know, thinking about how I am and how I'm, how I, you know, how I'm coming across or like, you know, wanting to be perfect or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And so maybe, so how do you get there, right? It's like going through, all, feeling all those things, exp- like actually doing all of well, that. Well, you, you have to do it. I think like, yeah, you have to show up to get your, work out what your voice is. Mm. So that's the hard but bit guess, when someone yeah. says, find your voice. It's like, well, that's a huge. So, but there is. A, like, so you have to constantly be doing that. And so then you're just switching up your values and saying, okay, this is what's important. This is what's important. Mm. And so then if part of the quality that you bring to something is that you write in a certain way, so you're a writer and it's like, uh, you know, you've got a certain standard. If all of a sudden you say, oh, that's a doorbell. It's a doorbell. I'll go um, check that. If, you, uh, if all of a sudden you send out something to the world where you're like, oh, I don't know if that's, that's not completely uh, up to the standard, I wonder if that has the same effect on the audience side of things. Yeah, but then I also have tested that mm-hmm. for myself personally and I've always been blown away at what isn't picked up and how great some people think stuff is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, well, then it just challenges my thinking for me personally. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, maybe, I was, maybe that isn't, maybe I was too hard on myself. Yeah, Because there's a reality of high achievers wanting to, are hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think you are very fucking hard on yourself, dude. And well, I, think I think I am too. Yeah, yeah There's yeah. nothing negative yeah, about yeah. it. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah. it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, which is hard because you, but then it gets reinforced because people say, I love that you do X, Y, and Z. And you're like, okay, the reason why I do X, Y, and Z is because that's a standard and I'm hard on myself. Yeah, but again, that. the game. The game yeah. is you're up for playing and not, not everything being perfect mm-hmm. and not things always going right. Yeah. And so, so what do you do if you fucked up? I, it's like the fitness thing. What is the fuck up? How bad is it? Mm. What's the level of it? Ask people around you that you trust. All yeah. these things. I think that's how you gauge it, right? I don't think just being in your head about it and you coming up with it is necessarily the right way. I think yeah. external, I think having having another perspective, someone outside your bubble. I think the other thing too is it's okay to feel shit sometimes. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. probably... Maybe part of it, which can sometimes be missed, is what makes things worse is uh, people feeling bad about like, like I've, something's happened, I don't mm. feel good about it. Mm. And the 
the pressure around is feel better. Yeah, feel better, feel better, feel better. It's something my wife Amy's taught yeah. taught me is put. Can you chuck the mic to my wife? Thank you. Um, <laughs> remember how I used to not. I I don't want thing. It's it's almost like my our son, Bodie, when he's like. Well, you um, say he, don't be emotional. We get upset, right? We get upset at him, and he, Daddy, happy, but I'm I'm actually a bit upset. It's mm. like he wants the instant back to the good feeling. And yeah. remember, early days, I used to, you'll be all right. Like I, I want to yeah. get you out of it because it actually is making it's so selfish because I'm feeling uncomfortable at that moment. Mm. Was I more? Was I like that? Yeah, you still are a bit, but oh, you definitely. Can you just take the mic off for a bit? But definitely more conscious, but. Mm. I think you you hated me being in pain, so you'd tell mm. me that I wasn't, so that yeah, you didn't have to deal, I guess, with me being hurt. Oh, it's but hard, then it's which, which then makes it probably worse. Of, and, and that's and the so, thing; it's and, not an antidote and at so all. Part of it, I reckon, it's maybe it's a bit of this in the woke generation that we all are. And mm. if you're listening, you're probably like, you know, what Josh needs to do is meditate. He needs to go for a walk. He needs to make sure uh, 97's already told me that if I'm 10% dehydrated, uh, what, 50% dehydrated? 2% dehydrated. 2%? 2 dehydrated is 10% less performance. I have less, uh, 10% less physical performance. And so he was saying because I was so dehydrated yesterday that I was probably yeah. at 50% physical performance. <laughs> I, know, I know what you're but, saying because yeah, it's so, so think, hard, but I think... The, I understand. The time understand. of accepting this advice is the time to give it is not the moment where they're like fucking, oh, that's not the time. But the reality of the things like the 2%, yeah. you know, the meditate, like all these things actually get us out of pain faster. Mm -hmm. And so it's not the right time, I don't think, to ever. And that's why I wasn't saying yeah, yeah. to you up there fucking pull your head in, mate. Yeah, You're all right. Yeah. I was trying to say, look, dude, I think it's actually Yeah, well, I think good. everyone's like, trying to like switch your perspective around. Like, yeah, it's not that bad. It's all good, all that sort of thing. I don't know um, how positive it is to buy into your negativity. I don't know if, no, no, I don't a, know if it's about, I wonder what the outcome is. Like, I wonder what the right way of doing it oh, is. Oh, I could fuck with you. Like, if I was to jump, <laughs> mate, you, nah. Well, no, well, the thing is that you, because the thing is that say if something, I am willing to do radical things <laughs> as a way of being like, oh, no, I fucked it. Like I could yeah. have radical ownership. Like if this was me solo, my business, my approach would be I would be like, you know what, based on this fuck up, I am going to put me in a difficult position, mm. whether it be financially or whatever it is, and say X, Y, and Z, hey, I'm – but the thing is that you can't do that because yeah. it's like, oh, like yeah. money that I'm throwing out yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. If I'm too generous – my thing is like, you know what, like if I fuck up, uh, the way that I can make myself feel better is being extremely generous. Mm. The problem is that generosity that I do now actually affects all of us. So if I started saying to every single person in the street, come and just sleep at our office, <laughs> that's going to affect you as well. Never let anyone do that. By the way. Yeah. It's not but, now less. Uh, but then also sleeping on it. Mm. There's the moment, there's the heat of something and then there's the... Take a breath. Well, that's a nice like luxury, have some right? Dinner. Yeah, I, it's yeah, such yeah. a, it's a, and I did that. I had a had the lunch. It just so happened to be tuna and <laughs> rice and salad, which you probably would have slipped into a food coma if you had a bloody chimichanga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would have been all downhill. I'm, uh, you, you, you don't want a fat business partner. <laughs> you say one thing once, and then it keeps coming up. Anyway, 
Uh, it's a daily talk show. Hi, thedailytalkshow.com. Do we have any emails or no? Oh, I just want to thank also um, Kylie Eddy. She sent us a lovely, oh, yeah, that was um, so nice. a lovely card and inside was a bunch of treats and those treats are some tickets to go and see The Australian Dream. Yeah, which, Adam Goods. Um, just a quick one, Amy. Uh, remember that time? So this is a one. This is a pass. So it's a it's a card. It's a admit. You know, I thought is it I, NFP. No do, free passes. I don't think there would. Be, <laughs> so it, I thought I thought mm-hmm. that this was one ticket. So one card, one ticket. Mister ninety seven says, oh, ooh, oh my god, <laughs> admit two. Yeah. You know, so he's <laughs> ninety seven was very excited by he that. He was so <laughs> excited, and then it made me think about that time that um, we went to the drive in cinemas on one of our first dates, sweetheart. Remember what you did? Yeah. I bought two tickets, but the tickets were per car and we were going in the same car. (laughs) So did you end up going in two separate cars or no? Mate, I flew up to Sydney for this date and it was amazing, but I was so so upset for her that she did that. You know when you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, like I felt the pain of the money that she'd spent Mm -hmm. on it. But I think it ruined it more for you than for me. I was like, oh, silly, and you would. Ropeable, couldn't oh, enjoy a little it. bit. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, negative yeah. spot, negative yeah. spot. She yeah. told me meditate, meditate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go do some meditation, everyone. Uh, Friday. Do you know what I found really helpful? I've been very good at like writing, uh, writing down shit I need to do. I know we have a sauna and everything. No, no, no but, just go uh, old school. Literally, for a like a notepad. Uh, each evening, I've been like, okay, this is what I need to do tomorrow, mm. and then it's just like. Okay, I can go back to that. Is there a few things to write down for tomorrow? I don't have my pen and paper. Bree was uh, actually asked me something as I was going to bed. Didn't I, Breeza? She's very focused on work. Anyway, right now. so write this and down. Um, I need my go. Pa- yeah, yeah. It's paper. metaphorically. Okay. Just take what, it for do later. Do you actually need me to do it or no? No. Just, okay. Uh, go to Salona in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, do a Fat Fridays episode with a bunch of gronks. This is actually happening. Yeah. Taste lots and lots of. Greek yummy food, mm-hmm. yummy Greek food, yeah, and have fun. That sounds. So good. that's for tomorrow. Yeah, that's what we're doing tomorrow. Okay, sounds I don't good. think I'll forget that. No, I don't think I will either. Uh, it's a daily talk show. Do we have any emails? Uh, uh, yeah, well, we've got one from Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw a bloke at the Glenferry Seven Eleven take six keep cups in to get free coffee. <laughs> there was only one machine in order, so it held everyone else waiting behind him up for five minutes. Is it Tim or Tom? Was it Tommy? Tim. Was, was it? Uh, <laughs> it's Tom. Was it, uh, actually, oh, I see, no, okay. I saw yeah. someone today with two two keep cups. Two, and I had mine. And she looked over. I fucked up the joke anyway because I thought the, the guy who took the cups name was Tom. Tim. Tommy. Tommy. But anyway. But no, it's uh, no. I mean, Gronks are going to come out whenever, anytime there's anything free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Fight. literally, <laughs> it's literally why when Mad Max or G GYG do their promos, where it's yeah. like free burrito day. Yeah. The last place that I want to be is lining up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because I'll busy. be there. It's I'll so busy. <laughs> At the um, wrong one as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, red red, 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 red <laughs> Today's talk show. Hi, the daily talk show.com is the email address. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow. See, for you, Friday. see you guys. Bye.